0: Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Here we go. It's Alan and Jerry's post game podcast. All right, here we go. Wednesday podcast. Al Dukes, how you be?
1: Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I have uh, yet another uh, radio topic for today. All right. I don't know if you're sick of them, but I, I, the audience seems to respond to me on Twitter when we do sort of inside radio. If that's
0: where you want to go and the audience isn't tired of it, let's go.
1: I do think I'm spending too much time in the afternoon lazily checking Twitter too much.
0: Well, you need you need a hobby.
1: Yes. Well, I have hobbies. but yeah, it's checking uh, Twitter. Uh, uh, instead, I do that.
0: Right. but well, uh, Go back to your hobbies. I'm Why don't you work be, out for two hours I'm, instead of 20 minutes? I'm
1: going to be working out. I'm going to do more piano. It's enough with the Twitter. Uh, but yesterday, more Twitter stuff came up. For some reason now, uh, I don't know why now all of a sudden, people keep reaching out to me about Mike Francesa's future. And they're like, okay. cannot wait till, like, what is it, April 1st? Yeah, I guess. April 1st when Mike announces where he's going. Everyone's acting like there's going to be some sort of big Mike announcement April 1st. And I say to people, where do you think he's going? There's There's nowhere that Mike can go. That is going to be a bigger platform than he had here at WFAN or a larger audience. So he's not going to do something uh, similar to that because it will be infer- inferior to what he did here. Mm-hmm. So he can't go to WOR and come in third place behind CMB, uh, Michael K., and then you. Right. Same at going to WABC. So. He's going to go do something that is minor league compared to what he was doing. New age media. Is that a good way to put it? It's going to be something where you're not rated. I can tell you that right now. Because you can't have a 35, 40-year career where for the most part you were number one and go do something where you're going to look less than that. So this idea where people think he's going to be doing a daily four-hour uh, talk show, it's not happening. I don't know what to tell you. He's n- There's nowhere for him to go. And he's not really, and I guess he's not
0: allowed, he hasn't hinted at anything
1: yet, right? No. Aside from Bill Simmons. Right. Briefly. Yes. So I don't know where people think he's going to go. Then uh, Sid, who I guess is at WABC now, Jerry, he tweeted out that he has some thoughts about uh, the drive, morning and afternoon drive sports programs in this market. So I, I I like Sid. I'm friendly with Sid. I do, too. So I wrote to him on Twitter, and I said, uh, you know, we all have access to the ratings. Because I see WABC's ratings. Right. They're terrible. So then he said to me that uh, his show is better than anything over at WFAN, but that WFAN gets ratings just because it's WFAN. Let me ask you about that. Where do you... I do think there are certain... Parts of that are true, that yes. great signals and great stations get good ratings. It's the automatic preset in your car. In it's the automatic of cases. preset in your car. But I challenged Mr. Sid and said, um, if Howard Stern took over for Don Imus when Imus retired, would he not get ratings? I think he would. I would certainly think so. So it's not all, it's not always the signal that you're on. It's the program, also. It's a combination. I would say it's a combination of Definitely the two is things. Definitely a combination. If you I do agree. a terrible show on WFAN, you're not going to get great ratings. And if you do an awesome, awesome show on WABC or WOR that's got buzz, Jerry, people will find you.
0: Got to get the word out.
1: Got to get the word out. I mean, that is it. Get the word out. Otherwise, you do a podcast like this and no one hears it. <laughs> I, but
0: you feel better about yourself after getting it off your chest. I do.
1: I was a guest, Jerry, yesterday on uh, Mike in New Haven's podcast. He's a 18 year old fella. Nice. Big fan of the radio station, and he told me he had interviewed Mike Francesa. So I was like, okay, I guess I could be a guest on this show. Yes, like, you can. How'd it go? It went very well. How long were you on for? 25 minutes or Mike so. Mike was on for 40. I was on for 40 minutes. Mike was on for 50. I did an hour with this kid. <laughs> all about my-
0: No, that's cool. You're on for a half hour yeah, or so, the, 25 minutes. The
1: reason I agreed to do it is just going to be talking about me. So I was like, I'm definitely interested. I don't is even that care. It was? Uh-huh. I don't even care if it airs or gets posted anywhere. Uh, I love when uh, young people ask me about me, Jerry. That's my favorite topic. No, it doesn't have to be young. You just like when people ask you about you. That's true. I'd take an older podcast also. So, <laughs> I would like to see you appear on this podcast. Uh, Brian Monzo is uh, g- is going to be on it. Um, I mentioned Mike Francesa is on it. You did. John, Hay- This is the funny thing. John Heyman was on it. Frank Isola. I got to get this. Oh.
0: Talk amongst yourselves. All right, I got
1: it. it. Jerry's taking a very important phone call. Now, this is very similar to the Ian Rappaport situation with Chad Dukes, who was doing his interview with Ian Rappaport, and Mr. Ian Rappaport got a very important phone call in the middle of it and took it. And then Chad Dukes went berserk. Except I'm back. And I wouldn't go berserk anyway. In Jerry. that
0: case, he left and didn't come back. I right. came back. He came I thought back. it was my kid's school and it was not.
1: Got it. Was it a fugazi robot call? It was. But it had the same three, it had the same
0: area code and the first three digits of the number.
1: Who falls for these robot calls? Like when you get a robot call, you go, Yes, I'd be very interested in solar panels on my roof or the extended warranty on a car. I don't know.
0: But you know what? There's got to be some sort of data out that shows one or two out of every 100 do it and it's worth it for them.
1: I bet old people.
0: Mm, I guess. Or lazy people.
1: Lazy old people?
0: Like someone who knows he needs a new roof, but he has no interest in looking and right. he's just kind of, oh, uh, put it off, put it off. What? Yeah, I need a new, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm in.
1: Just send, come do the job. I don't send care. the solar panels over here. Right. Jerry, I had an experience with an old person that- They uh, died? Has stayed with me. No, this was very recent, this weekend. I'm going to tell you, it kind of, I hope it changed my life. I hope it changed my outlook on life. Uh, Gina and I went to get- uh, bagel sandwiches. Now I had been a uh, Sunday bouncing from place to place. I wanted to have a sit down breakfast, but every place had a 30 to 40 minute wait. Right. Everywhere I went 40 minutes. So you could imagine a, a man of my stature can't afford to wait like that, Jerry. Because you have so many things to do. Yeah. Very busy. So I was furious. So super annoyed. So I end up going to a place called the I think it's Joe's Deli or Joe's Bagels, something in Belmar. Okay. Main Street, nice new place. I said, I'm going to go there. I don't remember them being crowded. Probably not great for Joe's, but that's where I knew I could go. I went in there. It was not crowded. There was an older gentleman trying to order something. It's one of those places where you order and then you sit down if you like or you order and go. So this older man was uh, at the counter or trying to order or taking a long time ordering. And, of course, I was like, what the, the hell are we doing here? Right. And Gina being the compassionate human being in this relationship, uh, the the person behind the counter said, well, let me let me help these folks behind you. Which you got
0: very excited which about.
1: Which I was couldn't have been more agreeable to. And Gina was very nice to this older man. And she said, oh, there's a lot of choices here. Like she was being compassionate. I was being nothing but annoyed. I ordered my food. Took a little while. We sat down. I'm eating my food. I look over. The guy is still attempting to place an order, hmm. and I said to Gina, "Go look at this guy. Like, look at what is going on here. This guy's still ordering." She said, "Uh, you know, he's much older." And he was shaking. He may have Parkinson's. And I felt like legitimately horrendous. Good. You should have. I should have. And, but I'm using it as a learning experience for myself. Because you're going to be that age soon. A hundred percent, Jerry. I know. Not only that, I looked at, I said, that's my dad or somebody's uh, grandfather.
0: Yes. And really, because, I mean, I know you were in a rush. Right. No, with nowhere to go. Right. Exactly. Nowhere to go. That's the one thing I don't and for not, not just you, but I have friends like you as well that yeah. I, I cannot understand. Right. Like I I totally do understand if you've got an appointment to make. Yes. If you're planning on stopping in your normal routine at seven fifteen when you gotta be at work at eight, but everything's timed and you got a little traffic time built in. Yeah. But, but everything's pretty much regimented. I totally understand. But my God, when you've got nowhere to go, yes. just chill the F out. Talk to your girlfriend, Mm -hmm. read a newspaper article on your phone. I was in no rush. You're not going anywhere. Life is not going to fly right by you because your order takes six minutes instead of 90 seconds. Yes. It sucks. It's not the end of the world. Correct. I'm glad that you had that moment.
1: I did have that moment because I thought maybe it took all everything in this man's world to leave the house today. Yes. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to not be stuck in the house today. I'm going to go... Walk and get a sandwich.
0: It's very much, I believe, very much like when you are stuck behind someone that is driving annoyingly, slowing. yeah, un- slow. Yes, and then you finally get the make the move to get around them. You blow by them, and then you look over, and it's an eighty-two-year-old who's fully capable of driving, but maybe just nervous at the speeds because of the advanced age. You're like, oh. And to your point, it probably took a lot for them to get out of the house and right. get in the car, and so these crazy people driving. I just want to go get my groceries or whatever. You feel really bad about it when you go buy them. So let's all let's have a nicer, kinder yeah. world, and let's be good to one another. For old to old people, old that people. doesn't work. Effing.
1: If that was a frat guy, I'd still be like this freaking idiot. That's can't That's different, it. right?
0: Completely different.
1: And I be will a tell jackass. you. That the girls at this Joe's Deli or bagel shop, I forget how they word themselves, in Belmar on Main Street. They were so patient with this guy. They were so nice to him. Because he probably
0: wasn't rude. He was maybe, nice. He was struggling.
1: to right, help him. Yes.
0: They saw the good. They did. You just see yourself an
1: annoyance. And 100%. And uh, Gina pointed I was glad she pointed it out to me. Now, I just hope I can remember this the next time... I get super annoyed at someone.
0: Well, that should be in the next hour or so. I mean, <laughs> you don't really go that long before you're pissed off at something.
1: Now, today we had uh, old timer Ed Cranepool in studio. Yes. 73. So I was like, let me test my be nice to older people thing today. Well, here's the thing though. And Eddie and I were discussing this. That guy could beat me up still. 100%. <laughs> With or without his cane. With exactly. With or without his Jerry, that guy, big hands. When he sat down in your chair, I felt the uh, floor move.
0: That's a solid man. Right. You also in circles around him at this point in his life. I could have
1: run away from him.
0: Yes, and around him and behind him.
1: We're in who a who invited a, him in. <laughs> we're in a studio where we get a feed from CBS Sports Network. Uh, or CBS, whatever this... Uh, we're getting a feed right now of Damon Amendolora eating a sandwich during a break, but we see the feed.
0: I guess we put the food out in the common area now?
1: No, I think he just comes back that, there.
0: That is the one thing, and it's a, it's a little weird gonna... <laughs> because the video portion of the CBS Sports Radio Network online, whatever they do with yes. that, is it's... in your office. Yes. But I am fascinated by the freedom people will mm. walk through that office and look around and take stuff. Yes. To the point where, I don't know about you, but I won't even go over to the CBS Sports Radio Network's newsroom, which is five feet from ours, right. and touch anything on their desk. Totally agree. And I would never, when they had their own room, would never go in and mm-hmm. see if there were bagels. Right. I wouldn't go in and say, any free Gatorade or water. And it's amazing. You like everybody. You know, we're all friendly. It's all good. But I don't know. There's something about just people feeling free and easy to do whatever the hell they want.
1: Nor would you go into the sales area. No, I wouldn't. Or to ten ten wins.
0: Here's the thing about the sales thing that's a little... i thought about this. Oh, right. Ironically enough that you've said that. Interesting. The thing that's different about the salespeople, they do have some part in it. In a lot of cases, and I'm not saying the entire sales office, but someone actually makes the sale. Right. Someone works on it a lot harder than we do. Yes. A we lot harder. We just kind of sit here and reap the rewards. Yeah. So I've kind of changed my tune a little bit on that. I feel like they should enjoy it. It's their work. Right. That brought the client here. Just because we, them, whoever it would be, just because they're the ones that get the word out and they're the quote unquote stars, that doesn't mean the people that actually did the work should not enjoy it.
1: Correct. So, is that That's fair? That's true. That's very fair. Very fair with sales. Yes. Very fair. Jerry, do we have time for stories or have I, I taken yeah, have I for it. have I taken all of the time? No, we got about 4 minutes left. All right, let me find something. What do you think of this story? This comes out of India. Oh, good lord. Poor women in India can now get breast implants in an attempt What do to- you think of the breast implant? I don't mind it.
0: No, I don't know many guys that would mind it. I mean, in terms <laughs> of like, if your girlfriend said she wanted yes. to get breast implants, would that
1: bother you? It would not bother me.
0: You'd be okay with that, yeah. even having seen or the difficulties that could come with it later in life?
1: Uh, yes. Really? Yeah, because I think it uh, does boost uh, self-confidence in some folks. This is what the government in India is trying to do, is they're trying to give—their their rationale is a little strange. They want poor women to get breast implants to— build up their self-confidence.
0: So that maybe they'll go for that bigger job or feel better about themselves, or
1: I, the, I don't know. The quote is, quote, poor people also have a right to look beautiful. Southern India. Interesting. So you need big breasts to look beautiful? Evidently, according oh, to God. this is uh, the India. Boy, what is that about saying. as
0: backwards an article as you'll find? Yeah. Oh, my God. They are aware it's 2018.
1: In India, just I believe it. so.
0: Let me guess. The government that made this decision is ruled by all men.
1: <laughs> they will uh, offer the surgery free to all women with priority given to the poorest. So the poorest people get the breast implants first. How about this? Just a thought. Mm-hmm.
0: How about instead of giving them new boobs? Right. It's great for their self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Fine. How about instead of giving them the... Six thousand seven, whatever it is, the $10,000 job. Just give them the money.
1: They say that in India they charge $3,799. Those must be top-notch doctors. 3799 breast implants. What if they have a two-for-one sale? Uh, certain days, probably. It's President's Day sales.
0: <laughs> Never mind. In India. <laughs> President's Day sales? In, in India, idiot. yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, let me see what else I got here, Jerry. Haven't heard from Pornhub Mm -hmm.
0: in a while. No. What's up with that? I don't know what they're doing over there, Jerry. I actually saw something about them the other day. and I don't remember what it is.
1: There's a job opening in Canada.
0: I'm in. Where are we going?
1: The title, goat coordinator. I'm out. There's a goat coordinator job. And by the way, it pays $43 an hour, and it's a full-time job. That's a lot of money. Yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. 43 times 40 is what
0: uh, I don't know but 43 times 10 is 430 times four is 16 1720 a week
1: 1720 a week to be yeah. goat so you make about eighty thousand
0: dollars a year to be a goat herder-hmm
1: the what, like, candidate would be called on to quote implement and evaluate the goat works program involved a herd of 170 goats being used to clear weeds from the parks up there in Canada you would be the guy in charge of the goats.
0: Probably a great job if you're in Canada. Make 80 grand a year living with goats.
1: You would be. Uh, you would have to also coordinate public meat and bleat events? What the hell does that mean?
0: I don't know. Again, once maybe it would help if we read this
1: first. While assisting in the development of new and additional engagement opportunities for said goats.
0: Getting engaged to a goat.
1: The city uh, is looking for a candidate with a degree in horticulture. Forestry, parks, recreation, environmental, or other related fields. All right. So if you have any uh, any experience with goats and you want to be goat coordinator and willing to move to Canada. You, you know, a number a for of, them? A lot an of Email young, address. I, an email for that?
0: Just contact Al on Twitter.
1: <laughs> Only if you legitimately have goat experience. I'm not going to send them my recommendations if you don't really have goats. I got to go. Oh.
0: All right, Jerry. I got wins in like three minutes. Oh, wins!
1: Ten, ten wins. Sports. Uh, the warm-up show is next. So, you- good
0: morning, campus. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, very good morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens, and we say
1: a very good morning to Albert Victor Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. What's up? Jerry, I am looking at all these Mets injuries piling up. There are a lot of them. And uh, none of them seem very serious, but uh, the one I saw today that says Jacob deGrom... Has got it going on? They did not say that. (laughs) They said Jacob deGrom may not be ready for week one. Well, hold on. So here's, let me just play this. All right. Who is this we're going to be hearing from? Mickey Calloway. He is the Mets manager. manager.
0: He was asked, are you cool? Do you feel like he'll be on track for opening week? On track. This is all he said. Probably not totally clear on that yet. We'll have to see how his throwing progression goes. That's all he said. Now, I could have done what I've done in the past and stopped it here. Probably not. (laughs) That would have been a
1: headline. Well, that is the headline. I've seen it it myself, Jerry.
0: Yeah, I don't like the idea that, you know, they say he hints that he might not be ready. That's not what he said. He answered the questions. I'm not sure yet.
1: They said uh, he has back stiffness, lower back stiffness, after returning from paternity leave. He's holding the baby too long. Yeah. You know how I sit here, Jerry, and I don't like when uh, my pro athletes are out riding. No, no, no,
0: no, no. Don't say he's not allowed to hold his newborn baby. Shut up. I'm not going to say that. Don't go there.
1: I'm just saying, you know how I don't like like when you'll hear so and so is riding dirt bikes over the weekend, and yeah, you think Madison Bumgarner ruined his season. Yeah, and you go, why? Why if you're a pro athlete, don't do anything? Because they're human beings, right? So I'm not saying don't hold your baby because babies don't weigh anything right now. That baby's not giving him lower back stiffness. I was just saying, if I were in that situation, I wouldn't do anything for fear of getting injured. You feed the baby, and what if it bites your finger? That's my oh, pitching. You're an idiot. That's my pitching. <laughs> Shut hand. up!
0: The baby bites your finger. Yeah, the, the baby doesn't
1: have teeth, Al. Mm. But, mm, they have gums. The baby gummed my finger. It hurts. <laughs> so Stupid. now you got a uh, baby's uh, uh, giving lower back no, no, injuries. That's Not
0: why he probably has lower stiff back. Issues lower stiff back. You better just hope it's not stenosis.
1: We may never see him again. <laughs> oh, it will disappear. With uh, who was the other fella? Uh, David Wright, David Wright, Wright who yeah. I can't even remember the last time I saw him play on the field was Seven Jerry. years ago, uh, seven years ago, I had a home run opening day. I think I remember exactly. And then Mickey Callaway also said, You know, Matt Harvey will pitch today, Jerry. Yes, the harvester. He said, I thought this was interesting. He, he didn't seem all that um, concerned about how Matt Harvey pitches, correct. But how he reacts if he pitches poorly.
0: Okay. He didn't, again, I just finished listening to this. It was what he wants from all his pitchers. All of them. The He said the mark of a good pitcher mm-hmm. is how they react when they give up a home run or a right. big hit. It's how do you come back from that? He doesn't want to see someone angry. Correct. He says he wants to see confidence and demeanor. That's about right for
1: a first spring start, wouldn't you say? I would say so. Do you remember the pitcher in the uh, 80s who. Doc Gooden. No, who pitched for the Atlanta Braves? His name was Al Rabowski. Al Rabowski? Where'd you look this up? No, I didn't look it up. I remember. Is it baseball card? Eddie, he was the madman or something. Mad Hungarian. The mad Hungarian. Did he pitch for the Cardinals or the Royals? I know he pitched for the Braves for sure. That was his last name? Yes. And he would get furious if he gave up a home run, Jerry. Right. To the point where the next batter thought, this one's coming at my head. I don't mind that in a pitcher, someone who's jacked up and angry for giving up uh, hits. Sure. That used to happen all the time. Doesn't happen anymore. I'd like to get him in Met Camp, the
0: mad to Hungarian go treat Matt Harvey, Al Rabowski. So lose his mind. I,
1: I don't know what ski is at the end of his name. <laughs> I think it's Al Rabowski. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's fine. It matters. All these other teams got all these other guys in camp. I want the Mad Hungarian here, <laughs> well, we Jerry. Have the uh, Mad Goose. The Mad Goose. <laughs> maybe the Mets can hire him. Uh, who's this, the Mad Goose? Goose uh, Williams. Goose oh, Goss- Goose Williams. <laughs> goose oh, goose, oh, a Yankee camp. No, he's banned, Jerry. He's out. I said maybe the Mets can get him. Got it. That would have been awesome. Uh, Brian Cashman. <laughs> yes, he's the Yankee GM. He said he wouldn't mind seeing Russell Wilson, who quarterbacks the Seahawks, in an actual game. Why not? I'll tell you why. You know what Mickey Calloway said yesterday about
0: Tim Tebow? He's a lightning rod. He electrifies the crowd. Electrifying. Russell Wilson might electrify a crowd in Tampa.
1: Now, uh, Cashman is okay with that. He is not okay with Aaron Judge wanting to catch passes from Russell Wilson. And I understand. You'll recall a Super Bowl or two ago, Jerry, when Boomer was throwing passes to me. That you couldn't catch. Yeah. Yeah practically broke my thumb at the very least swolled it up right if you would have caught the ball that would not have happened that's all the yankees need imagine on the yankee injury report aaron judge has a swole thumb because russell wilson russell wilson hit him with a tight spiral does aaron judge play for the mets now (laughs) (laughs) Because that's that's
0: where that would happen. You know,
1: if this, right, if the Mets had a quarterback in camp, they'd be like, yeah, he hurt uh, six of our pitchers uh, throwing uh, (laughs) up.
0: Jerry, uh, do you remember Al complained for two months? Yeah. Here's what I remember about that. That was San Francisco? No, it it wasn't San Francisco. It was Arizona. Arizona. Because it was empty and quiet that morning. Here's what I remember about that, Eddie. He was probably for the first time since I had been around this show, mm-hmm. legitimately ready to get up and punch Boomer in the face. Yeah. He was so miserable and angry. But
1: would have hurt my my rest of my fingers. that I done the
0: rest of your hand.
1: Yeah, had I done that. You would but have. that's what I'm saying. I'm with Cashman on this. No catching, no footballs. Well, remember, Mariana Rivera
0: got hurt shagging flies. Shag and fly balls out there. in batting practice right. before a game in
1: Kansas City, if I remember that correctly. So, just look again, Jerry, at life here. What can get you injured in baseball? Sprinkler systems. Shag and fly balls. <laughs> Catching football passes. It is from a
0: wonder that you ever leave your apartment, NFL even to come to
1: quarterbacks. Work. And uh Babies. No, shut up. It's not babies. Babies <laughs> cause lower back pain. No, that we know don't. for sure. No, they don't. Do you notice the Met players that have no babies? No lower back pain. Does David Wright have kids? That I'm not sure about. I don't think he does. He is newly married. And then. Um, that doesn't mean anything. You no, I'm saying he, uh, he, he didn't have time yet. He uh, didn't have time yet. Kirk Cousins, Jerry. I'm he tired says, of his Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Just sign somewhere. I kind somewhere. of am too. <laughs> Uh, They said, you know, Brock Osweiler, when he signed with the Browns, his big deal, he didn't go visit anybody. He just signed sight unseen, give me the money. Kirk Cousins. You like that? He (laughs) says he wants to go on some of these free agent visits. I would, too. They want to be
0: wooed. Oh, (laughs) woo me. No,
1: I know you. They whine and dine
0: you. You want the limo waiting for you at the yes. private airport, you want the dinner, you want the girls, you want everything.
1: Bring everything. <laughs> like they kind of did that when Brett Favre was a uh, a free agent. And uh, they they these different teams like the Jets flew them in and the private airport Jerry, they pick them up in a limo, they take you to the best restaurant in town. They tell you they take you to nice areas. You could live in this mansion. If you come here, you'll live in this mansion here. It's really here. a big ego stroke. Yeah. And the Jets actually have a nice location. Yes. They're in the suburbs, yep. which is awesome. Well, for you, <laughs> some guys actually might want to live in
0: the city, like young, hip guys, not 48 year old single men.
1: This, yeah. Where the Jets facility is, that'd be my dream. Be I like, know it this, would be. In the middle of kind of nowhere, in Space. the suburbs.
0: Yeah. Although you'd have a lot of raccoons around and deer on your property. That's
1: fine. You'd hit a deer in your driveway. <laughs> Kirk Cousins was injured today. He hit a deer in his driveway. <laughs>
0: right. He should have a driver.
1: Yeah. Definitely uh, get a driver. So he, I'm with Kirk Cousins. Make Go on some visits. He will, he will go on plenty of visits.
0: Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but I do have a couple of things for you when we come oh, back. Oh, is that right? Did you see the story about Leonard Fournette?
1: Leonard Fournette, the Jaguars running back. Oh, look at you. I did not see that. All right,
0: that's coming up next. This portion is sponsored by Walgreens. Switch your Medicare Part D prescriptions to Walgreens and start saving today with co pays as low as $0 on select plans with Tier 1 generics. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Back in a moment, Boomer and Gio at the top of the fan.
1: It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. The superheroes
0: of building products. All right, superheroes, Boomer and Geo in just a moment. This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. Good win for the Devils last night, winning in Pittsburgh. The um, Nets, however, did lose to the Cavaliers, but a close game down the stretch. This portion sponsored by Spot Hero. And finally, here's a way you can save time parking. Use Spot Hero anytime you park. First-time users can enter promo code CITY for $10 off. Spot Hero parks smarter. Uh, Al, I bring this to you. So Blake Bortles got himself a new deal you'll remember. Uh, a few days ago last week, whatever it was, 50-some million dollars. Leonard Fournette uh, with a thought on Twitter when he found out of Bortles' new contract. He tweeted Tuesday, hey, congrats to you, brother. Now spend some uh, some of that on your mouth. Your breath is killing the huddle, saying the plays. <laughs> Subtle. Now, it's one thing if, if someone you know has got bad breath. It's another if you out them on social media with, I don't know, a million followers. Yeah, that's,
1: that's a tough one. You know, I did a Twitter poll last night asking uh, how often do you floss? Right. And over 60% said rarely. That's what causes bad breath. How many people responded to it? Uh, almost 2,000 people, I think. Wow. Most people said rarely. Yeah, I would say probably legitimately. Legitimately, like when, when people have bad breath, it's all that rotting food stuck in between your teeth. Right, or the garlic that you eat. Or the garlic. And Jerry, Papa John's is uh, divorcing... Not Bob Papa, Papa John's. No, Papa John's, the pizza guy, the guy that Peyton Manning uh, made out with when he won the Super Bowl (laughs) that Mike was very angry about. Right. Uh, They're splitting. No more official pizza of the NFL. Good, who cares? If I were a local pizza guy, I'd call up just to inquire. Like Mike's Pizza down the street. What the? (laughs) The What would that run? Yeah. (laughs) What would that run me to be official pizza guy of the NFL? A lot of money. A lot? $100
0: million. I'm I'm out. The Afternoon Drive with Chris
1: Carlin, Maggie Gray, and Bart Scott are rewarding new and loyal listeners with cold, hard cash.